Hey there. Thanks for checking out this episode of H&M Live. Your support is always greatly appreciated as I'm always striving to provide content that enlightens, entertains, and educates. Look, I've just enabled supporter functionality on the podcast, so click the link in the show description and any support that you provide will be greatly appreciated. Be well. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. My God, we got back here cut man. The intro was quick tonight. I gotta fix that. What, what's up with it's you, brother? Good. What's what's happening man, with you, man? Man, blessed man as usual. Man, ten toes down, focused on you know this this new year. Yes, staying you know like you said in the back, staying focused on this, staying focused on what we're doing. Trying to and you know just just trying to make things happen, man, for the family, man, and just uh you know count my blessings to be honest with you, man. Count our blessings, my blessings. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. We're yeah. doing the same over here. Welcome everyone to the show. Team No Sleep Tuesday. February the 8th, we got, uh, as always, a lot of stuff to talk about. You don't know where we're going to go. We don't know half of what we're going to talk about, but we, we do have uh, some topic and, and some subject matters, and we're we going to figure something out for sure. But we always like to start with kind of a social impacting story. We want to talk about the situation with uh, the NIL name, image, and likeness. We, we, we broke NIL news. I've said this day zero. Right before, before it was commonplace, before Fox, before CBS, ESPN, everybody was talking about it. We were bringing that up and, and talking about the aspects of that and, and how it's pros and cons to it. Consequences of 18, 19, 20 year olds now coming into a pocket full of money because they're working at Burger King and they're getting paid for their presence. Uh, it's but now real money is starting to transact and there are schools that don't have the capabilities of, of of providing these athletes with the same types of funding and and an NIL offerings that someone like a you know a larger school, the Dukes, uh, Georgetowns, the USC's, the UCLA, things like that. Lane Kiffin out here at Ole Miss talking about you know he he's done some pretty good things from a recruiting perspective, but when it comes to dollars and cents. Feeding your family, taking care of your, you know the generational wealth, all that, and, and these kids are thinking about this right now at eighteen years old. Old Miss can't compete with those larger schools, and he sees the—I don't know if he sees the problem, but he sees the challenge with the way that this whole thing is starting to shake out because now it's starting to affect him and his school. Tell me what you think about uh, Lane Kiffin and his remarks talking about. Yeah, he's got a great recruiting class. He's got some some, some good players coming in to play on the squad excuse me, to play on the squad, but he, he cannot compete with UCLA. He cannot compete with the Stanfords and the, you know, and the big schools like that. They got deeper pockets and bigger boosters. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm with Lane Kiffin. I think we've, we've touched on this several times. I think it's good. It's, you know, where he's coming from, from a standpoint is like Lane Kiffin, I think had like the third ranked recruiting class this year. 
which is oh, phenomenal for Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's echoing it as well as Nick Saban. They know it's not going to be sustainable because money is starting to come into play. And places like, you know, the big cities such as the L.A.'s, where the USC's and UCLA's reside at, the Oregon's where Nike is a, is a, is a funnel, the Oregon, yeah. Oregon State's where Nike is a big funnel there. They they see the money's going to be starting to go out west, and those top prospects and start start athletes are going to start going on west, I believe, more so. And he's going to they they know they're going to start losing that battle. See, for right now, the SEC has been very successful by recruiting people because they've been powerhouses and it's been in their backyard, right. and they know they can grab those guys in their backyard, and they've been you know just re- very very successful. I think they see that the 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 shift is it's about to be a shift because you got those Texas schools with a lot of Texas money backing them up. And you're gonna have a lot of schools on the West Coast with money backing them up. And you know so, Texas, you know, they they serious about foot, football, all sports, football. but especially football in, in in Texas, yeah. right? Yeah. So so he sees the writing on the walls. Like, how is he gonna go recruit that top five recruit, or how is he gonna keep that top five recruit in his backyard? That's from you know the Alabama, Mississippi, mm-hmm. from going to those schools. He knows in the in the end of the day, you know, you can say all you want to say, what they say, money talks and BS walks. <laughs> Money's gonna start talking to these kids, and we can, and we can already see it on, some, on certain 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 young men that are getting the big dollars. Right, you know they're being heavily influenced to go to certain schools, or they're being heavily influenced to go other places. Um, Lane sees the writing on the wall. Nick Saban said it a couple of weeks ago. He sees the writing on the wall. You know, winning can only do so much. At some point, money's going to be the factor in this whole NIL thing. Wow. Now, I will I will give a little bit of tidbit, and I think we'll touch on it in a couple of shows from now. Um. It seems now now NIL money is not only going to start going to just athletes, but I see schools are starting to sign NIL contracts. I heard about so that. Let's talk about that, right? Paid. Yeah. So now yeah, so- <laughs> the pot is the pot is whatever it is, right? So now, yeah. now you got um, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Popeyes. You got all these venues, Burger King, and mm-hmm. it, it's not just that star player that's getting the money. Now it's starting, yeah. to, it's starting to dig into the booster accounts as well, right? So there, there's some conflict. There could be some conflict. There could be some yeah. uh, some some fighting it, it in the streets. Be, yeah, it could be good or bad because you got to think now. Okay, so this big and I, I think you see, I see you see deeper problem now. You're seeing just one on the, on that one particular team. Yeah. I'm saying through athletics. Now you got to think if a school signs an NIA deal, just like you said, for with KFC, where where's the division of that money going? Is more of it going to football? Is it going to girls soccer? Is it mm-hmm. going to golf? Mm-hmm. We're gonna start seeing those arguments, and we got to remember Title Nine plays no part in this thing. There is That's no true. equal gender. Division of, of money that goes in with the NIL account, especially if schools start to sign NIL accounts with certain companies or corporations. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. I mean, I told everybody before, I think NCAA opened up Pandora's box. And I think right now it's going to get, it's going to get not better, it's going to get worse. Yeah. Because again, I hate to say it, that's human factor is greed. You know, greeting what the other person got, greed and jealousy. I, 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 it's I, I almost you, you know be scared of what you ask for you know because you, you, yeah we, we've always yep, wanted this right to some extent we've always wanted this for athletes to get paid for because they're the ones out there putting out the blood sweat the tears but mm-hmm. now you know it's it's almost like it hit people out of left field and they weren't prepared for all of these consequences because I, I think there's I think there's just as many cons as there are pros to it because of what we're yep. talking about right now. Now, now you're starting to not just talk about the athlete. Now you're talking about the school. Now you're talking about yep. divvying up those and, and trying to be equitable because that's going to be the a next conversation as yes. well. How can I be equitable to the soccer squad when 
you know, the hoops and the and the lacrosse team. I don't know. Did, did they have lacrosse? I, I don't know. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. You know, but, but I mean, now we're going to start. But let's, 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 let's compare our both sports. We're going like, say, for someone, let's go to a powerhouse like, like Texas A&M. They're good on baseball and football. Star athletes on both sides of those those sports because they're really good at both. Where do you divide that NL money if that co- that it signs with an oil company? Where do you divide that money at? Do you say, "Hey, star baseball player, you know what? You're, do you divide it by the, the size of the fans? Like, hey, we know you go to the College World Series, but your fans base is basically maybe four hundred people to five hundred people a game. Mm-hmm. What we say the Texas A&M football player that's a quarterback, we got to get them a way bigger check because they're drawing sixty to seventy thousand fans. That's great. Again, so I mean. I think now we're, we're going to run into a big logistics things and where the division of money goes. We're going to run into a big logistics of how much people give money. I think, and then you want to tell also there's two folds. I don't, I don't know if people know, but at the division one level, FBS, if you're on scholarship, you get a stipend. You already get money to live off of. They they cleared out a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Some schools get nine hundred. You know, some people get nine hundred bucks, seven hundred, but just depending on where you live. Now you're you're coupling that with nil money. You know, that's either by given by the school now or going to be given to di- different individuals. So college players can't complain about not getting paid anymore because they're now getting paid. It's now, but now you're going to run into the thing is where there's a vast drastic on that pay scale. It's huge. Right. You know, you got one player that's going to be getting a million in college and setting his family up for the rest of his life in college. And you got one player that's going to be making $1,500, $1,500. Yeah. Now, uh, and, and so that's what, that's not going to go over well, but when, when they start really cashing those checks, exactly right, and when when especially start, when you when you think you're supposed to be getting a check like that and you're not, that, that, that's, yeah. there's going to be some consequences. So, but also I think the plays the game now in the game. I don't know how how college athletes now are not involved with agents. Mm-hmm. You got to an agent because now you got to think. I forgot the, the brother's name that that, that that works with LeBron, who owns all the top basketball players. Yeah, you're not talking about Mav, he, Mav Carter. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. how is he not going to be able to go after the top collegiate player or top high school athlete? You know, get him an endorsement deal, and now you work with me. As I look, so I'm getting you all the endorsement deals. Now the agent controls the narrative where he's going to go. If he's the number one draft pick, I'm like, no, he's not going to play there. He doesn't want to play there. He'll just sit out another year. He's already got millions of dollars. He can sit out another year until he can figure out how to get into the game to where he wants to go play. I think now. Ownership in those industries kind of lost. They've lost a lot of luster with these with this NIL stuff, because now as a college player, I'm, I'm the top junior in the nation and I'm going to go to, let's say, Houston, Texas, and I don't want to go there. I just say I'm going to just sit out a year and work out. That's true. Make my money somewhere else and go. Because you call the shots because all the tables have turned now. Right. It, yes. it, it, it really is that 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 superstar quarterback coming from high school in in, in Texas somewhere. Uh, calling mm-hmm. all the shots. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how many coaches and recruits, and, and I mean, and how many uh, you know people from a school come to their to his parents' house. That athlete calls the shots, and it's not just the education piece. Yeah, he's going to go there for the. They're going to go there for the education, but yeah, you know, where is all this extra income now, around the school that I could be getting? <laughs> but I, but I, but I, I think you're missing. I don't think it's the education piece. I think it's just no. The I'm whole saying they're not going to be focused on the on the education. Yeah, right? not, we, we all want them obviously to focus on the education piece because have something yeah. to fall back on. Because not many of the athletes in college, right? They're not going to make it to the pros. We all yeah. know that. But yeah. that's not the draw anymore, right? To go get that four year degree or whatever. It's about, and it's not even about you know my squad getting to the national championship. 
Nope. What are, what are the places around the school where I can go make this extra little bit of coin, right, to take care of me mm-hmm. when I need some extra extra money? Well, you know, and you know what's funny? Let's mm. let's go back to remember Kirk Herbstreit's comment. Remember, he was like mm-hmm. the college football player today. Yeah, doesn't like college football. I think now college football players and and athletes in that horizon realize they are assets. They're no longer they're no longer the pawns of the schools. They are assets, and I have to protect my asset. I read a quote from a, from a, a, a young cat that was at the one of the All Star games. He said, "Why would I risk my risk millions of dollars to play in a, in, a, in a bowl game and, and 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 risk injury instead of just go ahead and preparing to get drafted? I committed oh, my obligation to the school, especially a Senior Bowl. <laughs> Nobody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like why, why, why would the only reason why you go to the Senior Bowl is to increase your draft status to make more money. A bowl game does you nothing. It doesn't give you more money. It doesn't it doesn't increase your draft status. It doesn't do anything." It just helps the school make money. Yeah. So he's like the, the the guy, the young man said, I forgot his name. He was just like, why do I risk myself as an asset to getting any damage damage to me and playing in a bowl game for a school when I'm when I'm risking millions of dollars because if I get hurt, the school doesn't pay me millions of dollars. Man, it's crazy. So I think that man, this nil thing has changed the whole platform and has given student athletes control. Control of the narrative. They control the narrative now, which I don't think that was the intent for college football. But that's exactly what's happening right now. They're controlling the narrative, what they want to do in college sports, and it's only going to get worse because now there's more money out there, and the disparity is going to start to happen. We talked about before; it's going to be the haves and the have-nots. Big schools, big big cities, haves. Small schools, small cities. I liken this as you were saying that, and then I'm hey, Mr. Cox, I'm gonna put your comment up in a second. I, I liken this to the dream team for the Olympics, right? Yes. They, they were the best, and then you know, there, there were a lot of players after them that said, you know, I don't, I don't want to go play for the Olympics, so yep. Coach K's got to find, and I'm and no, no, nobody's scrubs, but Coach K's got to find second tier, third tier, fourth tier mm-hmm. players to go out there and compete at, at this grander level. But, yep. you know, a lot of the the superstars, a lot, a lot of those athletes, a lot of those players were saying, you know, this isn't in my best interest. And and, and mm-hmm. it's almost kind of the same thing with, with this, right? These players know that they control that entire narrative and they can decide if they want to go here or there based on what's in their best interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I think they control the narrative not on the on that part. I think they control the narrative even more so because we got to think about what are you as a, as a college coordinator going to tell me when I make more money than you? I'm the I'm the high school at, at a college level. level. That's, I make that. I make I make millions of dollars already, and you're this guy peon that's making seventy thousand dollars a year. Man. How are you going to tell me what to do? That's crazy, man. I'm just, you gotta be, I mean, we have to be realistic about how this thing goes. And we gotta understand the mindset of a 17, 18, 19 year old, 20 year old, especially someone that's pretty arrogant and been on top. He don't like to be told to do, he doesn't like to be told a lot unless somebody that's more impressionable on him. So can you imagine me, Montel Allen coaching this kid? I'm making maybe $110,000 a year, and this kid's coming on the field and never even played a college down. Never even played. And he's, he can come in my meeting and be as disruptive as he wants because he's a hot ticket and he's a hot commodity. And he's making more money. Brother. Now, again, the pressure's on the, on, the, on the colleges. Hey, we just got this kid, this NIL, or this kid's got an NIL. He's making $4 million a year. You need to get him ready and put him on the field. Now, whether I can do that or not, if he's listening to me, that's a whole other ballgame. But the yeah. bottom line is we're, we're running into a whole lot of issues 
with this thing coming in, lo the longer it goes. Everybody says, oh, I don't, we don't know if it's going to. It's going to happen. We are, we know what's going to happen because it happened when we didn't make no money. I can only imagine it happened with these guys making millions of dollars. It's yeah, going to happen. So exactly, exactly. We're, we're going to run into a lot of th different, uh, different scenarios, I think, at the collegiate level that this wasn't well thought out um, the way they did it. You know, you can't just give, you know, you just can't pour honey on all the bees, you know, on everywhere and say, hey. <laughs> I think it's going to be all right, right? Yeah, it's, it's not going to be all right. It's getting, it's getting, I mean, it's getting, you know, think about it from the first time we talked about it to now, look how murkier it's got. It's got so murky and so many intricacies that go into this NIL thing. Yeah. That we're, and we're just scratching the surface of how this works. Has, hasn't you even know? really kicked in, right? I mean, and you yeah. think about it too, when, when the Sabins of the world start talking about it and having doubt about it, someone else has to listen. Right. We, yep. we we can talk about it. We can Monday morning quarterback it all, all we want to and, and speak third person looking in. But but Saban is someone who needs who people listen to. And mm -hmm. he's got issues about it because he can go to anybody's house and tell them you come in to play for out. You know, and, and most kids will say, you know what? Yeah, you, your track record speaks for itself. But yeah, if, if there's not enough now. um Subsequent stuff to come it, in with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it, I can it, win a title and all that. That's that's great too. But I, I want I want that car tomorrow. I want yeah. that. I want that new house in in a month. For my mom today. I want that new house paid for my mom today. I want. I want. I want. And I want seventy thousand dollars to be paid me in a month. God. Um, it, it's almost. You know, it's funny, man. You know, I was thinking about it. Reggie Bush's situation seems so. Minor compared to that, what's going get that, on? Get that man back his trophy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think, think about it. I mean, Re, 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 I mean, Reggie allegedly, we don't know because we weren't there, but Re, Reggie allegedly took money from that agent, which was illegal at that time. I think they said a million dollars for him to whatever sign with him, everything. That is peanuts now to some of what these kids are getting. That's true. Now, and, these are, and they're getting it legitimately from corporations and what? Now, my question to you is now that you're getting paid to do your job, you're getting paid substantial dollars and if you're getting paid at the end of the company of the school shows the nio yeah you're no longer an am you're no longer considered as amateur status right there's no longer the amateur status you're actually a paid professional so in that retrospect how are these schools going to maneuver treating these people like amateurs in the work setting but they're actually professionals so there has to be a pecking order when you're in the professional setting you know there has to be yeah when you're not doing job get your job good you get you can get you know demoted or, or fired or you know, you'd be reprimanded. I don't. The college coaches don't have that control right now. They don't. They they don't. They really don't have that control. So I'm gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out, especially as guys make more money or guys like we talked about the pressure. Yeah. What if these guys don't live up to the billing? That the money that they're getting. How and, do you work? How do you and that's, that? And that's going to be the majority of them. That, that I really yeah. think that's. I, I want to go on this before I forget this. You, you bring up Reggie Bush. Do, do you think that it's a coincidence that Reggie Bush right now is out here? What was he? He's slinging burgers somewhere, right? Have you have yeah, you Wendy's, seen the commercials? Wendy's. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he's Wendy's selling chicken. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not a coincidence. <laughs> that they, that there was there was somewhere out there in, in the scheme trying to make amends for Reggie. They need to give him back his trophy. But I, yes. I think it's just of all the athletes out there who have been through whatever type of situation, it's just, it's just very coincidental that Reggie Bush is out is out there doing nil type commercials right now. Well, I, I think it's a it's subliminal. It's definitely subliminal, like what he's doing. I mean. Yeah. I, I don't take anything away from Reggie, and I'll be I'll be the first one to admit it on this podcast, and admit it anyone. If, they, if I was in the same situation he was in, I probably would have did the same exact thing. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Uh, someone yeah. offers a, a young man from the inner city that much cash in a duffel bag and says, "Here, all we want you to do is consider signing with us." 
Um, and that's what it was going to be. He didn't sign mm-hmm. with him. They said, if you consider signing with us, here's some money for you. And then they, they got caught because they sued him because they said that he didn't sign with them. Okay, that's no more. But in that in the same scenario, I would have taken the money as well. Yeah. Most 99% of the kids would have taken the money. Now, and I'm not talking about inner city kids. 99% of the rich kids, anybody would have took that money. Anybody get, you you a, come a, with a, some liquidity like that. Look, we, we yeah. all going to take that cash. So yeah, don't don't even it. lie. Don't even put it in the comments and say that you wouldn't. So, yeah. Yeah. You take it regardless what the rules are or not. And then you you you, you live with the situation. Reggie's been just like Barry Bonds. Reggie's, Reggie's their scapegoat. He's their supposed mm-hmm. to be example. Mm-hmm. The only difference between Reggie, Reggie and Bonds is Reggie's example don't even make any sense nowadays the way the game goes now. These guys are getting $2.5 million, $5 million for endorsement deals. Where Reggie, if Reggie was in that, if Reggie Bush was now, he would be the first college athlete probably worth $50 million because yeah. of yeah. how dynamic he was and whatever player he was. So he took legal money from the agent. I don't even know how you can justify a kid now. You couldn't, you shouldn't take, you should take money from the agent all the time because you're getting NIA deals left and right. Um, it's so much harder to hide money now than it was back then. It's harder to hide that kind of money. Ooh, that's true. That's true. So I don't know, man. I really don't know the dynamic of how it's going to work with the amateur status to professional status. How you, I don't know how the NCAA is going to control if you have an agent, if you don't have an agent. What's the difference between having an agent for football or a business agent helping you manage your money that you get to come and talk this money? I don't know where they can sort all this out. We haven't, we never seen like nothing like this before. There'll be a new profession, right? Instead of your lawyer. Right or instead yeah. of your tax professional, you know everyone probably has that. And instead of instead of just going to to the store and, and using H and R Block or whatever, now now you got your tax professional who is also mm-hmm. slash agent slash manager slash, slash PR person, slash all, all, all that, all right? The, your your business advisor and so on. Yeah, and so, on. so he I like everything that. that you need to be able to become. But also, man, and, and me, me, I don't know if we're the first one to say it, but I definitely know we're. Very, I do believe there's going to be a criminal element in it. I hate to say it. Yeah, I've, 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 I hate being that's at, true. That's but true. we got to be realistic with this situation. It, it, there is going to be a criminal element, whether it be embezzling someone's money, they got an NIL, whether it be someone, you know, robbing another player or somebody robbing somebody. I'm telling you, you you putting now marks yeah. on these high pro athletes that are, in, that are in the community setting. You know, they're in a the community setting. The colleges are more of a community setting. So what take what makes you think, you know, me, Montel Allen, I'm going to knock James on the head when I know James is worth a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I got nothing. I'm scrambling. I'm eating top ramen every day. Yeah, no, that's you know? real. And I'm frustrated. Top ramen and so, Mountain so, Dew. Yeah, look, I'll I tell you yeah. what. Don't get, don't get caught slipping out there. No, I, 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 you see, I, I'm, I'm not. I, let me back up because I'm, I'm putting myself in it. I know my dad is watching, so I, I, I don't want to be saying that. But I, yeah, yeah. But, I but wish you know, somebody would come around. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, but you, you, we, we know that now because we're older and we understand it. Mm-hmm. I don't think when you're when you're 16, 17, 18, oh. 19 years old, you feel like you're invincible. Nothing to I mean, I'm not putting somebody on blast, but I know there's a young man, a high profile basketball player. He's still in high school. He pulled up to his girlfriend's uh, school to watch her play in a Lamborghini. Wow. Because he's the NI, he's a top, he's one of the top basketball players in the nation in a Lamborghini. You can't tell me he's not a mark. Yeah. He's a he's a mark. Now. I'm praying nothing that happens to the kid. I'm praying nothing happens to nobody. But the bottom line is, if I see that, can you imagine someone with more of a criminal mind or someone that's more desperate or somebody that's more in a situation yeah. doesn't see that and say, I can't, you know, there's a lot of people that don't care. They really don't care. They, they, they're willing to take that chance. And we just haven't seen that part yet. But I think that part's coming. And I don't know how we're prepared for that. You know, especially in the sports world, 
and in the social impact world, these kids are being set up to be be, be marked, man. And I, I don't think they realize how detrimental it is. I mean, this is really mm-hmm. something crazy. This is crazy. I mean, we see pro athletes and people coming at them all sideways. Can you imagine, you know, these this 18-year-old no. walking into Walmart and someone he's just going to get something this simple? Mean no harm. Unfortunately, you're all over blasting over TV how much money you make. You know, you're you're a mark now. Yeah. You're you're a target for somebody. You're definitely a target. So an, an easy target, too, right? An so, easy target. So I, we haven't seen it yet, but man, I think it's coming, man. And I and I feel I feel bad. I mean, I I feel bad, but I don't know the answer. And I and I hope the NCAA is putting things in place to protect these young men or young ladies from these situations and, and giving and educating them, saying, hey, you need to be very more resilient and understanding about your surroundings. Yeah. You need to know what's going on around you because right now with all this money you're coming into, you are a target. I mean, can you imagine USC? We know where USC is located at. USC is is, is, is tough, man. <laughs> USC is you, right, you, right in the middle. Of, look, great right school, in the middle. But it's in the middle yeah. of the hood, man. You, look, you don't want to mess around at, around yeah. that. Yeah. Well, what would make me what would somebody, what somebody that's in a desperate situation say, okay, I'm going to wait around until I can see this dude and once, as soon as I see him, right. I'm, I'm gonna get him. Right outside the walls of the campus. Yeah, it's it's. it's so, so it, yeah. Ooh, it's just crazy. What, man. what it's you, crazy, what you but, gonna do? What you gonna do, hey, yeah. Mr. Cox? Let me get back to your question, man. You was asking some some good questions. We started going down a rabbit hole, and and you know we we trying to take care of the youth out here, though. Uh, Mr. Cox is saying, "Are you coachable?" What happens when they become a problem and the players lose playing time because of their attitude and how they are as a teammate? Good points, man. Right. Very, very, I think, very... And to answer that question, I don't know how you do that at this point because you don't you don't you no longer have leverage. You got to understand the coach now has leverage. Hey, if you acting out of line and getting out of pocket, I could take away your scholarship. <laughs> Who cares about my scholarship? I made a million dollars. I don't care what you do to me. I'm, I'm richer than you are right now. Yeah. So. We hope kids don't act that way, but there are some that does. I hate to be that way, but there are some kids that are very arrogant like that. So what happens in that situation? I don't I don't have the answer. I don't even think coaches have the answer. I don't think they have the answer either what they're going to do in those situations. Nah, nah, it's it's, uh, it's one of those. I, 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 and we don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm thinking they're, they're waiting, sweep, trying to sweep it on the rug, trying to, to not uh, see the elephant in the room, so to speak, and and hope and just hoping, crossing their fingers and toes that nothing happens. But we, you know, we're we're realists, right? And we we know yep. it is going to happen. So unfortunately, um, we just hope and pray that it's not too se- severe the first time that something does happen, and 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 they deal with it, man. Um, Man, we we golly, we 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 went into that right there. I'm glad I'm glad we uh, came back to that because we we've been holding on to that one for for for, for about a week. We we definitely wanted yeah. to get in into that because again we we like I said we had name, image, and likeness from 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 the jump when it was becoming popular and knew there was going to be some concerns about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. At some point, if you aren't playing at the high school collegiate or professional level, that money dries up. It. Now we can go into that too, right? You think you think about how many professional athletes after their first four or five years are bankrupt because mm-hmm. they don't know how to manage their funds. They they go out and and buy those those jewels. They go out and buy that house. They buy and buy those multiple cars and and take care of their whole entourage, mm-hmm. as opposed to understanding the debits and the credits and the balance sheet, right? Instead of focusing on that, that's, yeah, that, yeah, that's a whole conversation that we need to have as well, man, because there's going to be so many athletes. It's mm. funny because we talk about that at the professional level. How can it happen? You know, we just had we had my you know my brother on it on yeah. the other day. We yeah. talk about wealth and everything. 
when that happens on a professional level, and you're asking guys that are at 21, 22 level, they go broke in five years because they don't know how to manage your money. I can't imagine an 18-year-old, 19-year-old knowing how to manage millions of dollars. It's, 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 it's not, that's not fathom because one, you think you're untouchable at that point. Mm-hmm. Two, they already think they're going to the league because they're deemed as, as, as high-level professionals or guys that are getting ready to be on that next tier of professionals. And three, there's just a, a provado that they're, they're, they're very arrogant at that point. Hey, I got a million dollars. Another million is going to come. This is what I'm doing. I'm sure some will manage their money correctly. Others will splurge. But we're also asking some of these kids that come from nothing and you're giving them a bag of money and you're telling them, hey, don't spend it on this. Don't spend it on that. I'm sorry. When I was 17, if you gave me a million dollars, I would have been blind buying jewelry, cars, and everything all the above. That yep. it just they don't understand the, they don't understand that that dollar and that it's not gonna that it's gonna drive eventually. They feel it feels always gonna keep coming. And I and I can only imagine a kid that comes from nothing. You know, a kid that's yeah. been starving. Family family's been broke all their life. They've been living barely. They've probably been living paycheck to every other paycheck, trying to figure out how to pay the mortgage or pay the rent and pay all these things and and keep a good livelihood. And now I'm like, hey, I got a whole bunch of money. I'm gonna help my mother out. I'm gonna buy her a brand new car. I'm gonna buy all this intangible stuff that doesn't that it won't appreciate to worth crap. But I'm gonna buy it because I never had it. Yeah. I'm gonna buy it because those have always been the wants and the things I thought I always needed to have. And I'm gonna take care of my family because that's the things they always wanted to needed to have. And drying the money drying up, that's not even a concern. I hate to say it, it's not it's not even a concern or a worry for a lot of those kids. Um, and we're gonna see a lot of that. I think, like you said. That money's going to dry up on some of them. Because they, be they don't look midterm and long-term, right? They're, yeah, they're looking they at the know. short-term. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, yeah. you, 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 can't, you can't do anything. You know, if you don't know, you don't know, right? That, we've always talked about that before. <laughs> if you, if you don't know, know, you know, you don't know. So if the only thing you know is is going to McDonald's on the weekend is like the biggest, the biggest thing that happened to me the whole month or the biggest thing that happened to me in months, if that's the most exciting thing that happened to me, what makes you think now I got a million dollars that I'm not going to go take everybody to? The highest, the most expensive restaurant yeah. in Las Vegas. Crab I'm going to try. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to treat everybody. I'm going to treat the homeboy. If I if I only had one pair of cold jeans, or me and my brothers have only shared three pairs of jeans, what makes you think I'm not going to go buy a hundred pairs of jeans now mm-hmm. for all of us to have? Because now I got the, I got the money as of right now. I have the money to, to do that. Mm-hmm. So they don't know any. They don't know any better, man. And I don't fault him. I, I'm hoping the colleges put something in place to educate them. We hope that there's people there to help teach them. But at the end of the day, man, I don't think, I think their circle that's around them don't know either. I mean, you can't teach. You just, it's hard for those people to, to to understand that that philosophy that you want to invest for the long term. A lot of them, they want to live for the now. Right. They want they want to spurge right now. And, I, and I, you can't fault them for that. They just don't know any better, you know. Um, and, and, you know, like I said, I hope the school's educated. I hope they put something in yeah. place, talk to them get them right so they don't go broke in the next five or ten years. Yeah. I, I, I'm hopeful that uh, folks from the professional ranks will, will trickle down to the collegiate ranks and have some of those people talk to the, the younger athletes to, to help go, guide them and mold them as this is happening. Because, again, you know, they, they've dealt with it at the professional ranks. So now I'll just trickulate that down to to the young, younger folks. But you, well, but you know what, though? Before we go there, but you, yeah. you know there, there's going to be that division, right? I mm-hmm. mean, it's kind of almost like hip-hop. You know the older school generation and the newer school generation. Yeah. Where I think the younger school generation at one point will not want to listen, and they we deal with this all the time. We, we always talk about, hey, you know, you need to do this. You need to, I'm not listening to you, man. I, I'm gonna do my own thing. You, you're just jealous. 
You know, or you 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 a hater? I would call yeah. us now. You a hater? You hate, is, that, is that what the kids you, call us? God. Yeah, you hate because <laughs> you don't, I'm, you don't I'm know what's going on with the youngsters. Yeah. Okay, because okay. I'm you know because I'm successful. You you just yeah. hate because I'm blowing up. Where where they're trying to educate you on man, you know, move a little bit different because you don't want to lose everything. But I, I honestly believe, James, I don't think they're listening, man. They just don't want to listen. They want to they want the bling because they never had it. You know, that's all they and that's what they see as a demon success. You know, it's in the music, too. I I, I, yeah. I can't think of the, the there's a song that actually says exactly that. Right. Don't don't yeah. hate us because we don't know our history. I, I got I to think about that song. I'll, I'll probably listen to it when I'm in the gym tonight. But yeah, yeah. and again, that's part of the, the new this generation as well. Mm-hmm. Got to have all the information right away because they have instant access to all this technology and got to have everything that I thought was withheld from me growing up. If you're going to give yep. me these funds, if you're going to give me this duffel bag full of 20s, I'm going to go, I'm going to go throw it up and make it rain somewhere and everywhere yep. and let everyone see it. But that short term thinking is is just is just detrimental to absolutely to long term mm-hmm. success. So hopefully yep. somebody gets in, steps in the gap. Someone someone talks to these young cats and says, look, that's just not the way I, I think. I think the majority of folks will listen. I, there will always be the folks that will say, "No, I, I know more than you do. You don't know what you're talking about. I can take, I can take care of myself. I don't need you." Yep. You know, and mm-hmm. will, someone will always fall off. Someone will always yep. fall off. Uh, humble, oh, Kevin, right? You know, Kevin, guys, I need you to DM me. I, I need your address. I need your shirt size. I, I'm, I'm hooking you up. You, 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 the moderator on a mission, man. Hit me, hit, hit me up in the DM, brother. You, you've been coming with some fire lately, so appreciate you on that. So, uh, don't forget. It's recorded. I told you. <laughs> DM me with your shirt size and your and your address, brother. Got a got a binding contract right now. <laughs> right, right there. I'm trying. I'm trying to hook them up with with some with some gear. Um, keep. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. A yeah. uh, lot, lot of stuff going on. Uh, NFL. A lot of stuff happening. I don't know if it's all good. I don't know if it's all bad. There's just two. We'll start. We'll start in the middle. We'll, we'll talk about okay. them, the the Washington football team. Oh. Only reason we're going to talk about them is because when they announced the name, they 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 drove out in my car. They drove out in in those Teslas. So I, I, I <laughs> that's the only thing that I like about what's what's happening with the Washington football team. Talk to me. What, what do you think about these Washington Commanders? That's a horrible name. That's that horrible is one name. of the most horrible uh, names I ever heard. In my life. <laughs> it's a horrible name. <laughs> You know they would have been. They could have stuck with the, you know, the red foxes. They could have, oh, they could have, they could have came up with a better name than that. But the command, Washington Commanders, is, is horrible. Um, I think it's. I mean, epic fail for their marketing department. Epic fail, I think, in my opinion. They need to hire, um, you know, someone, someone like MDH here for, for to help them with the marketing before they. Yeah, man, I would. Really, oh my! I came up with something a lot, a lot, you know, a lot smoother than that. But I mean, hey, you know, the owner does what he wants to do. You know, obviously. Um, you know, they, they feel that that's the name they want to live. I understand they're trying to embody Washington, D.C., the commanders, commander in chief. You know, yeah, like the that was the meme that I saw. Stuff. So when Kansas City and Washington play, you know, it's the commanders and chiefs playing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 it, it just it, it doesn't make any sense, man. And I, and I know they were being politically correct by removing the Redskins, yeah. you know, no offense to the Native Americans. But I do believe they could have came up with something a little bit more creative, a little a little different. I like Washington football more, team. You know, I, I would have I would have been OK with that for, you know, for as long as they could. But, you know, man, I mean, it is what it is. We'll get used to it after a while. Um, but right now, epic fail, man, that's just horrible. 
I'm not that's getting any. I'm not getting any of their gear. I'm just letting you know. No, I, no, I will no. not be rocking any Washington Commanders no, gear. No, no, and, and nobody no. on their squad will be on my fantasy league as well. So, <laughs> so that, that, that that's the easy that's the easy NFL question and statement and, and conversation right there. Pro Bowl happened. Uh, I Epic think I, I think that was a game. I'm I'm not sure what that. Was. I don't. It wasn't even a practice. I I don't know what's going on with the Pro Bowl, and it's it's embarrassing to be honest with you. To me, what's mm-hmm. going on with this Pro Bowl? No tackling. No real. Mac Jones was the only one out there balling. Mm-hmm. I, and, and again, I didn't watch the whole game because when, yeah. when I first when I first saw whatever they were doing in terms of drawing up plays and running up and down the field and not not playing. Uh, I, I, I turned it off, but uh, talk to me what you think I, about that. Fail, epic fail. NFL knows it's an epic fail. There's nothing. To do. The Pro Bowl has, has been a joke for the last ten years. Yeah, um, it's, there's nothing in it for them, you know, except for a little bit of money and appearance on TV. So I don't know why the NFL and and this is I don't know why the NFL doesn't take this to evaluate their college talent and become the best All Star Senior Bowl more so than becoming mm. this this mm-hmm. fiasco of college college guys. They should say, look, we're going to take NFL players and let them coach and mentor, but we're going to have a college football game on this stage. And we're going to take the best seniors around the country and have them work out, play, understand what it means to be a professional, walk with and talk with the guys that are already in the league to be their mentors and understand what's going on and let them play a game because if they play that game and they do good, it boosts their draft status. They need to they need to make it needs to be college players, man, because then they have something vested in it to prove themselves. I think. You having these guys as pros that don't feel the game is worth anything is just like I said, it's just an honor to be named. And I think they should be named. These are all pro players. True, true. And that should be the man. That should be at the most of it. And it should be no Pro Bowl game. I think it should be a collegiate bowl game where they can mentor and teach and ha- and help these kids navigate through the combine process, navigate through the draft process, navigate how to become a professional. And they already have a big brother when they come into the league. Yeah, you know they have somebody they can call them. Do I? I like that kind of approach better. The pro bowl way it is, man. Yeah. It, it, fail, man. This is if, if they would take the, if they would take kind of the the, the formula from the Hall of Fame bowl or a Hall of Fame game, right? Because because mm-hmm. that seems to have a whole different dynamic and aspect, kind of just like you were saying, right? You know, walking all the players around around the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. getting to engage and interact with the folks that, that that got their yellow jackets, and there's just a different vibe. With that game, when they moved the Pro Bowl to before the Super Bowl, I, I knew something too was was wrong, right? You, you could just, you could just tell that something was was not happening right, and then people weren't taking it seriously. Obviously, nobody wanted to get hurt because it was just an exhibition game. But and when it was in Hawaii, it, the players seemed to they seemed to play better. They they seemed to yeah. care a little bit more when it was when it was uh, in Hawaii. Now the best thing happening that entire weekend is the skills challenges. Which, yeah. I, I mean, when, when you think about it, that's still, uh, I don't tune I in mean, to see that. Know, make them all pro, make them do the skills challenge. But again, the game itself, it needs to be something about, if you want it to be entertaining, it needs to be players that have something vested in it mm. to, to do. If you have nothing vested in it, like, I'm not going to play. I mean, guys opt out of it. They don't want to play. And when they yeah. do play, they just sit on the sideline <laughs> and jog and collect that free check. I, I and, and don't get me wrong, I get it. Yeah, this ain't really no big deal. So what am I really playing for? Why am I risking injury yeah. or anything to play in this game? So I'm saying, the NFL needs to rethink this and say, hey, you know what? Let's make this a ploy for guys that are going to be coming into the NFL, and and we can market it that way, and say, okay, we're going to have this big game. Now you'll see guys instead of playing in the Reese Bowl in Alabama, 
take these young men, put them in, you know, yeah. wherever you're going to have them and say, hey, let's, we're going to have, we're going to show you guys how to be professionals. We're going to show yeah. you guys how to do all these things. We're going to give you, exa- your hero that's in the NFL now, you're going to get a chance to meet him and talk with him. Now you can have those education things about money and all those things. Again, not beyond the symposium, have them in the game environment where everything is kind of going on and put them under the glitz and glamours and the light so they can get used to that setting and playing in that and say, hey, this is what it's going to be about. Um, otherwise, man, otherwise, then just get rid of it. I mean, it's a waste of time, really. It, I mean, it, 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 waste it, of time, it, waste of money. Uh, they're just making some chump change, like Kevin says, you know, forty to $80,000. That's, that's, that's uber money for, for some of these folks. You know, uh, mm-hmm. like Melanie is saying, you know, you should have an objective to it, uh, make it more about the fans. They, they, they just really need to sit down and figure out how to make this thing worthwhile watching and worthwhile spending all this expense for or you're right man just 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 get rid of it right just just have yeah. an award show give everybody a piece of cake and and, and call it a day cut cut them a check and, and be done with it now or, or you know or do like what baseball does right if they who yeah. wants an all-star game the uh the super bowl the i forgot what is the the world series is played in that in the amc or or, or in that in the mm. al or national there's something that's worth playing for to play in that game like you know there's there's an advantage to to doing it me personally, I would. I mean, you know, me personally, I'd rather see the losers of the cha- NFC AFC championship play against each other the week before, and <laughs> get that third place. You wanted to see them Chiefs and the, and the Bills out there. You know, they still yeah. mad. They still mad. They don't want. <laughs> well, I mean, it would be the Chiefs and what the Buccaneers. Right? It would have been yeah, the Chiefs and, and yeah, Tampa Bay. Yep, yep. Or, or Green Bay or whoever. It would be nice to see that one more game. Yeah. Of some competitive guys and say, okay, the winners of this, the winners of this game gets whatever. But that's more of a competitive game. True. And more of somebody wants to see them to watch the Pro Bowl when these guys, like you said, aren't even tackling. They, they're basically playing two-hand touch if that. at the NFL level. And, and, and you know, and the, no one's taking it serious. Yeah, yeah. That, you just don't take it serious. Yeah, fan, true fans, I think, of any sport who watched that were were embarrassed for the players, to be honest, I, I, in my in my humble opinion. Yeah. Now, I, I think because of that and because the game was so, so whack, some of the players went out after the mm. game, did some things that they probably shouldn't have did. Uh, Alvin Kamara, great football player. Look, mm-hmm. the New Orleans Saints need him in the back running through and crushing fools. But we we and nobody needs him going out to the club after the game or before the game because he got arrested after the game. Uh, no one needs him going out in, in the area and causing fights, being in altercations with fans, uh, hurting people, hurting himself, being in situations that are illegal. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, Alvin Kamara was out there, got caught up Sunday night after the game. He was um, in, in a fight at a bar. The pictures, I haven't seen the pictures, but Montel, you said you saw the aftermath pictures. I saw the conversation that ensued and the, and the, and, the, and kind of the conversation about the, the video footage that ended up getting Mr. Kamara arrested. Mm-hmm. And it says he lied and said that he didn't he didn't he didn't instigate the fight. He thought something else was going down. He just started punching the guy in the face. And, and it's not my fault. Well, yeah. Alvin was the only guy that was locked up in jail that night. Yep. This this is horrible, right? This this doesn't make any sense. This is just not the way for a professional. This is not the way for a Pro Bowl athlete. This is not the way for anyone to be uh, uh, conducting themselves. And then the lie, Alvin, you you ain't got to lie, right? When, especially hey, but- when there's video footage showing you just pulverizing this young man. And uh, the reason that we he got arrested is because we saw the video. So which 
which completely negated anything that he told the police. Tell me what you think about this man right here. This is repeat, repeat. Yeah. You know, the same story, different day. Uh, um, these guys, you know, unfortunately, we were talking about it before we went on air. I, I truly believe this. After 10 o'clock, the club is no place for nobody famous. Yes. Hey, uh, it's not. It's not. I mean, it's not because you're going be to get in the streets. Yeah. Being out in the streets, being in the club is no is not a place to be after 10 o'clock, you know, and, and you're famous because you're a target now. I'm sure this guy that he got an altercation with probably he was belligerent, you know, talking about him, doing whatever, whatever situation they may be. And typically nine times out of 10, Alvin Kamara probably didn't start the fight. It's probably somebody in his entourage. Yes. Completely agree with that. I somebody in his entourage was saying something and one day and one and got into this fist cuss with this guy. Now Kamara's in a situation where he felt he had to defend himself or he felt he had to fight. He 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 beat the poor man. He I, I know he broke the guy's eye socket before yeah. the report. Man, crazy. Well he broke his eye socket. So now Well, because because Alvin was hitting him so much, the man went unconscious. And yeah. I was still hitting him, so you know he couldn't defend himself. So, so yeah, I just it, wanted to give context exactly. to that for everybody. So regard, regardless, let's say no, say let's say he was justified in what he did. He's going to get hit with a silver suit and lose millions of dollars. Yes. It's, at some point, these athletes need to understand, man. That is not a place that you need to be after ten o'clock. You can't because if you're in the club after ten o'clock, that's when all this stuff is starting to jump off. These are things when things that are just going on just crazy, and like you said, alcohol. That club setting, all you know, all this attention is, and all this, all this warranted attention is coming your way, or unwarranted attention is coming your way. Somebody in the crowd is going to say something, and typically nine out of ten, there's somebody in your crew that feels like they got to defend you or do whatever, and then something ha- happens. Again, this is repeat. You know, same story, just a different player that is happening to, and it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate, but you know what? I don't feel sorry for him because he put himself in that situation. Exactly, it's something I- he could have easily been avoid. He could avoid it. And, he could and, avoid and, the situation, and, and, and he knows better. Well, I, I, again, we talk about these athletes who should know better. He knows better. Uh, yes. so, so, for one thing, if, if he gets found guilty of this for because he was charged with battery resulting in substantial bodily harm for, for this altercation, if I believe he can get up to five years for yep. this particular case if he gets if he gets charged for it. But mm-hmm. yeah, they're in Vegas, but he's in he's in New Orleans, so he he knows that type of a scene, right? He, he knows that there's, there's folks out there in the streets. There's a lot of drinking going along. He, he knows that that atmosphere where he plays, where his home is. I think it's more severe there than it is in Vegas, to be honest yes. with you. And he should yep. know again, don't get caught up out here when, when you got folks that are trying to put their chest out at you because you're Alvin Kamara and you're running back for the saints. Rush that off, you know, tell tell one of your partners and your entourage to deal with it, whatever. Call do do something, but don't get to, into this type of I, a situation. I'm, I'm I'm different than you. Just leave. Leave. But they, look, he's not gonna leave. I mean, they're not smart enough to do that. I, I really don't think that they're smart enough to do that. They should be, but so they're you not think smart he, enough to he's do not smart enough to leave. You think he's smart enough to say, Hey, you go handle the dollars? No. Man. He, you gotta be in a situation. They gotta be in a man. state of mind of you. If they keep, you know, this is the part that, that, that's funny. I don't know if you're saying you're an athlete and you want to protect yourself as an asset, right? Mm-hmm. Keep on saying, but yeah, you want to have all the freedoms to not, you want to have all those freedoms that, that put your asset in jeopardy. Yeah. You want to go out to these clubs. You want to go out and go to the strip club. You want to throw $80,000 in the air that, that, that draw this attention to all these things. And yet you don't want to make yourself a target. 
You don't want to, but guys, then you got to understand in the profession they're in and the livelihood they're in, you're a target. Yep. You are in that situation. You need to go home. You need to make sure you, you get out of harm's way. If you want to party, go party at your hotel or go party at your house. Go. You, you can't be in this situation where you're in the club because if you're in the club, you're going to get tried like this. Your boy's going to feel the need to protect you, but the only person that's going to be doing some jail time is you. That's and it true. doesn't matter if you threw the first punch or you didn't throw any punches at all. The fact that it's a part of your entourage, you're going to be charged with. It. You're going to yeah. be in that situation. Yeah, I agree. So Completely agree. The, these guys, man, they, they they need to wake up and understand it. And we have enough enough actions or enough, enough of these incidents that happen mm. that they should know better. It, it is not, yeah. It's not like this is new. It's not like, hey, man, wow, this is the first time Alvin Kamara went out to the club or this is the yeah. first time an athlete went out in the club and then he got into a fight. Man, we didn't have this to happen from Ray Lewis in the Super Bowl, all, all the time. All, you know, Ray. Ray Lu- what, what, what's the other dude? Yeah, Ray, yeah, Ray Lewis was a guy I was thinking about. Exactly right. Yeah, all all yeah. these athletes have, seen, have been in an e situation. Yeah, they've been in these situations. And none of them have turned out good. None of them turned yeah, out. And, good. And, and, and exactly, none of them turned out good. Paul Pierce is in the same situation when he mm. was in the club in Boston. Mm. Um, you know, it, it's the same. It, I, I, I equate this stuff kind of the same thing to the rappers. These rappers that go out and they do these things and they end up getting themselves killed or they get themselves in a situation, you know, because they still want to be real and still keep it gangster and still mm-hmm. be all these things that they that, that they work so hard to get out of right, right. work so hard to be out of the, be out of the ghetto but yet you want to keep it ghetto <laughs> you want to stay so with hard. the streets yeah you don't want to be leo yeah, yeah, anymore should, but you want yeah. to still connect with the streets okay you still connect with the streets man i mean you <laughs> gotta you, you gotta have you gotta be able to divide divide that at some point or in the matter of fact not like divide you gotta be able to cut it off at some point yes and you gotta be able to take responsibility for yourself and take those the corrective actions actions for yourself as a professional Kamara, like I said, man, we've we've just seen too many of these situations where these guys they, they, they just don't do it, and and these and these are the situations that happen. I hope I hope I hope this brother can come to a, a nice solid resolution with this person. I hope yeah. they can figure it out. But at the at the end of the day, no matter what the situation is, he's going to be charged with assault. He's going to lose millions of dollars. Yeah. And, yeah, and the fact of the matter, he might he might get cut. I haven't heard they were saying the Saints are thinking about waving him. I mean. Well, look, he might yeah, look Peyton's not there anymore, and Peyton was always in his corner, right? So yeah. now you got a whole new level of coaching that that's responsible for the Saints. So they may actually say because he 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 wasn't as good last year as he's been in the past. So you know you start starting to see you know the body wear. Yeah, the decline hey, is coming. Alvin may end up with the with the with the Cleveland Browns. Well, the, the fact well the fact of the matter you might not end up with a job if you don't have a job. Yep. Yep. Remember that money doesn't come in until somebody else signs you to a no home to the contract. Oof, man. So the fact Ooh. of the matter, you got you out of millions of dollars that you already got, that might not be replaceable. Yep. So so you know, th- these dudes they they put themselves in just harm's way, which again, we go back to the NFL, right? We know the NFL knows everything about everybody. Yes. They know. Yeah. They, know. they know everything. I'm wondering when did they start putting things in place. I think uh I was watching uh, uh another show like ours that, that's on tv and one of the the commentators was saying you know on the contract they said you can't do anything detrimental to your career like ride a motorcycle right you can't jump out of planes right he said we need to put you can't go to the club <laughs> you can't uh, go to you can't I, I mean think about it it's actually it makes sense man you shouldn't be going to the club you shouldn't be going to the strip club with with fifty thousand dollars you should it, it's it's starting to become detrimental to your health in those scenarios. That's true. Wow. Man, that, I, well, I would I would love to be a fly in the wall d- during that Players Association conversation right there. When, when you tell some of these young cats, again, coming up in, in the game, nah, you know what? If you're going to play, you're going to play. 
but you cannot go and do some of these other things that are detrimental to the team, the, the, the brand, you, your longevity and, and your, uh, you know, your employment for, for the most part. So that, that would be, I, I, I can but, just see the players association going back and forth with, with an interesting lobby conversation about that. To be honest. Uh, it can be lobbied on this one, but let's, let's, let's take it now from that. Just not out of the athletic perspective to our perspective, man, you know, we got companies invested in us. We can't go out and go act a fool. Yeah. And we work at a real regular job. Me and James can't go to the strip club and go through with fifty thousand dollars in the air and draw this attention and get to a fight with somebody, come come to work the next day with a black eye or something, or, or been arrested and Don't say, do Hey, it. you know, hey, I, was, do I was doing what I want to do in my own time. Yeah. They're gonna be like, That's not good for our brain. You can't be on this business trip going to beating up people at the strip club and doing all this stuff. We, we might have to let you go. Now they may not say it in those words, but that's your actions is gonna speak while they have grounds to terminate you for your yeah. brain from the brain. I don't see there's no difference between these guys. I mean, you can't do just because you're a professional athlete, that doesn't mean you can do what you want to do. Just because you're rich doesn't mean you can do what you want to do. Especially being a, a, a person of color yeah. and under a microscope, you definitely can't do what you want to do. These men, these these athletes have been getting away with it, doing what they want to do, and now starting to come back on them. I would see no problem as an owner saying, you know what? I'm paying you millions of dollars. Granted, you're making me ten millions of dollars, but I'm paying you millions of dollars. I need you to be stay out of trouble for these next five years while you're in the contract with me. So that means I don't want you going to the club, or I don't want you going to a club without NFL protection or NFL people yeah. to make sure they get you home in the car right. Make sure if you're drinking, they get you. Got, you, in you the got Uber. people around you that have your best, our and your best interests in, in, in at heart. Yeah. Exactly. Not yeah. not 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 the homeboys from the <laughs> not not your cousins and your uncles. I need somebody with out with with a, with an unbiased a biased um, alternative to get you to where you need to get and protect you in the situation you need to protect you and get you out of these crazy situations. You said I I can't bring Lee Ray with me to the with to the to the, <laughs> to the spot and be, and be like, hey man, let's do you make make sure you got my six. It's a good yeah, point yeah, here. Yeah, you know, yeah. Melanie's talking about you know they got. Um, in college, they forces to they, they're forced to stay in local hotels the night before a game to prevent them from being idiots. And you know, they they still do it, unfortunately, in college. But yeah, it's true that they, they do have folks around them. They and there are people around. I think the professional level as well. They just you know, again, I, I don't know. Well, you get to a point when you're the professional level where you're like, hey, I got my own boys, my own entourage. I really don't deal with it. You know, I've seen. I mean, I've been. I mean, I was younger when I was going clubbing. I've seen dudes in the club that was with their homeboys. They didn't. They didn't, you know, it wasn't nobody to make a rational or irrational decision for them. If something popped off, they they would go ahead and do what they do. I'm telling you, it mimics the, the hip-hop world, you know, the rapper's world. They go out and do their thing, and they work their entourage. And like I said, nine times out of ten, it's a member of the entourage that, that starts to trouble or starts to fight. But the fact of the matter, they feel they got to still be connected and, do, and, and fight with them or, or get into altercation with them makes them guilty by association. There needs to be something. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I shouldn't say there needs to be something. I would say I wouldn't fault the NFL if they said something like that. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be that far off. I don't think it'd be that far off of them saying something like that. Say, hey, we, we're trying to protect you. You can't do this while I'm paying you this much money. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens after Super Bowl halftime show because they're they going they're going to be some different folks. At the halftime show this year, <laughs> so so yeah. we'll see what happens. You know, your, your boy AB is. Um, I think he bought a couple of suites because I think he works for he works for Kanye now. Uh, <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> oh, 
don't mention that dude. Don't mention that dude. That that dude. I can't even. I can't even say that with a straight face. But we'll we'll see how that all works out. Back 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 to NFL. I want let's let's close out the whole football conversation because there's a lot of movement that's happening. At least from from a coaching perspective, we know some players are happening. To close out the Kamara situation, hopefully the dude that got that they got hit is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Kamara's going to he's going to be he's going to be a little lighter in the in the wallet. He hopefully uh, learns from this. Uh, if he goes to jail for this, we'll, we'll see. Who knows? I think he has some great lawyers, but you know, again, he what he did was wrong, and, and just yep. being being an idiot, being stupid out there, you should know him better. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, coaches are moving left and right. Uh, some coaches that probably should be getting these head coaching jobs, aren't getting these head coaching jobs. Some folks that uh, are getting fired, shouldn't be getting fired. Uh, you know, I talk about the uh, the blind F- the Brian Flores situation out there in, in Miami and the allegations that he's been bringing up. Let me let me bring that up, right? Cuz uh what 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 he's talking about, you know, he he was told to or asked to throw games. Mm-hmm. Right? And Oh, hold on. That's that's the that's the wrong that's one. Right right. Hold on, yeah. hold on. Let me see. So we, we got we got too many things going on. Here we go. Brian yeah. Flores, right? Talking about uh, throwing games, and he was being offered cash from from the owner to throw games. And you know, Brian is saying that he didn't do it. He didn't want to do that because that, that goes against his integrity for the game and things of that nature. But you know, owners giving up, says I, I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars to lose this game so we can stack our draft choice and, uh, for for next season. That's crazy. So, you know, Brian is saying that's one of the reasons why he got fired. I mean, you know what? It's conflicting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't I mean, this is alleged, right? This is allegedly this is what this is what Flores is. This this going to stop him from before you go because I want you to answer this and I was mm-hmm. holding on to this. This is going to prevent this brother from getting another job as a head coach. Never work in the NFL again ever. He won't never work in the NFL again. Yeah. Uh in my opinion, I don't think no one will hire him. Yeah. I think no, you know, no one hires a whistleblower anyway as a go. Mm-hmm. And he, he's going to be considered a whistleblower if this is even yeah. true, or if it's true or not true, no one's going to hire him. You know, yep. let's be honest. With you. I mean, uh, um, now back to his situation. This, 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 let's just talk about Brian Flores in this situation. He's saying that they kind of paid; they wanted to pay him to throw games or, or lose games. I don't know if that's true. I really don't. If it is true, then that then that really is that's horrible from Dolphins. And I hope Flores does does air out the dirty laundry. But it kind of seems kind of weird to me. Like the owner can do what he wants to do, mm-hmm. right? He can tell you straight up, hey, don't play him. He's not playing today. Yeah. So uh, your quarterback, your starting running back, and your two starting receivers are not playing because I said so. I, I, I make the I make the final call. Right. I don't have to pay. I don't have to pay you hundred thousand dollars to lose the game to call bad plays. I can call. I can just tell you we're not going to do it. And otherwise, and if I wanted to pay somebody, if you don't do it, I could pay the OC and the DC if I had to. I could find somebody to throw the game. So I don't know what what. I would love to hear what Brian Flores has. He says he has proof. Mm-hmm. I want to see what proof he says has of that. But from an owner standpoint, the owner says, "I didn't, I didn't, I didn't tell him that. I wouldn't tell him to do anything like that. And if I did tell him to do that, it really doesn't benefit me, you know. Because at the end of the day, I, it, you know, they're all collective bargaining, so all that gets up. So I'm not quite sure how this is all going to play out. Now, the owner side, he he gonna he gonna be fine. Let's be honest. With you. Oh, he, yeah. he owns oh, the he team. All right. Yeah, he that's was. what happened to him. He gonna be all right. For Flores, it's unfortunate because. In my opinion, he would never work in the NFL again. Ever. Regardless of how good of a coach he is. Nope. No he, position. He, he, no he, position. No position. He burned her. He, if he doesn't win this case, he just burned her. Whatever money he we talk about somebody that better invest their money, right? He better hold him to the chips he got because he's not getting any more from the NFL. 
No one. Remember, that's the 32, that's the 32 owners only. They're all in cahoots with each other and they all know each other. I think that uh, it was funny because he applied for the Texas job, right? Uh, uh, Brian Forrest, he was interviewing for the Texans job. Well, he made, he leaked those 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 things about uh, um, the coach at uh, uh, New England. What's his name? Brian, Brian uh, uh, Belichick. Not Brian, yeah. what's his name? Brian Belichick, right? Yeah. No. Um, not Brian Belichick. Damn. Uh, what's his name? God, what's dog. It? I'm old. Uh, Belichick. It's Belichick. Belichick, Belichick is his first name. I, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't root for him. I'm Steelers it, it, guy. Remember. It, it's Belichick. Yeah. Well, the, the crazy part about it, the GM at the Texans is a disciple from Belichick. So do you really think that GM is going to give him a job after you just leaked the text message of Belichick trying to throw him under the bus? I mean, if we put it in real best perspective, if if I threw James under the bus and James, yeah. you know, I threw the bus and I said, yo, I'm going to go get on another podcast but that's James's boy that he mentored all these years. <laughs> so you try to get on his podcast. You think he's going to put me on his podcast after I just put you under the bus? Yeah. I mean, that's just good. I mean, that's just bad. I think Brian Flores, if he had a, I think he aired the, the dirty laundry out at the wrong time. He did it in the wrong manner. Granted, we already know that NFL has a racial issue. We've already we've discussed it so many times. There is a problem with the NFL not hiring minority coaches or people in, minority, in authority situations. Or people of color being in the face of their their, their, their franchise. Right. There's just been there's always been a problem with that. Um, I think Brian Flores, if he, if he had it, he should have been like I think he should have kept it on the quiet, waited till he interviewed and got another job, and said, hey, then aired out the dirty laundry what was going on in Miami, while I secured my bag over here as being a Texan. Yeah, come, and then come, he come out with a book what? like RG three, right? Because because honestly, and and I I I thinking about these two situations because RG three said he he had a book that he was going to write talking about all of the shenanigans happening in Washington. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen that. Yeah, you know, it, it would have been an interesting event and circumstance event of circumstances if you know Robert Griffin the third, Coach Flores came out and I don't know went in front of Congress and just had a, had a conversation about what they saw from the back, kind of kind of. The Jose Canseco uh, doping situation, but instead for for the NFL, which just that could have happened. But now, like like you're saying, Flores is not he can't get a job as a coach. I don't think he's going to get a job at a major TV network as an analyst. No, no. C- CBS, I, I, NBC, nobody, Fox, nobody's going to wants to hire him his, to be the face of their. Best, his best opportunity is to go to the USFL. <laughs> oh my god. That's the best. That's his best opportunity because he won't coach in the NFL anymore. And, and like I said, I think him. I mean, Hugh Jackson didn't do him any good favors. He didn't give him any good favors. Said he got paid. When I don't know if he really got paid or not, he said he did the same thing. But yeah, man, this is they need to show proof. They really do need to show the they proof do. to see what's they going do. on because because those things. Then you can say we already know the thing that happened with, with uh, Belichick that sent for the text message saying, "Hey, you know, congratulations," but it was the wrong. He texted the wrong person. Um, and, you know, it was supposed to be for the other guy that got the Giants job. It wasn't for him. Yeah. Okay, fine. How, how did Belichick do that beforehand? I could care less. Okay, you can say you were snubbed, or you could just say, "Hey, it was just a mistake of a text, whatever." But I want to see the other proof that's more that's more detrimental. Is like, how do you have proof of this being offered you money to throw games? How do you have that that kind of proof? Now, do I think he was wrongfully terminated? Absolutely. Yeah. Was he a great coach for Miami Dolphins? Absolutely. Did he win? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All the ducks were lining for him. He should have been successful. But let's step back at the end of the day. If I'm the owner, I can do what I want with my team and have coach who I want to coach. Now, whether I feel that you're the right person, did you earn a job? 
Uh, maybe so, but I don't want you to be the coach because you are winning too much. I want to get somebody that wants to lose. So you know what? In that case, I'm going to. I don't want you to be my, my coach anymore. Uh, so with that being said, even though he got he got the wrong he got the wrong deal. Yeah. He him him leaking those way he's doing coming at the NFL the way he's doing. He just burned himself to never have a job again in the league. So um, with all this, like I said, since it's allegedly, I don't know what's right or wrong right now. But if he has proof and he, he can't air it out, I wish he would air it out right yeah, away. Well, you, like, you can't just come to the table with, with this type of of a statement and allegation, and not, you, you got to have something, right? Yeah, you you, you got to have some type of tapes. You got to have some type of recordings or something. And I think it's interesting. And, and Tony, go, uh, Tony Davis, good to see you, brother. Going to bring up your comment here in a minute. It's interesting. That I would have thought we would probably be had more conversation about Jerry Jones from Dallas. Just because of his his history, but we're having these conversations about uh, Miami talking about. Well, 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 Des Bryant, Des Bryant, the former receiver, said that he felt that they were throwing games too, or that he felt that, that that their team was throwing games at times when they were having when they were when they were struggling as a team to kind of figure out to get you know lower draft picks on. But my, again, if you're the owner, if you're the owner, and if you're involved like Jerry Jones is, I can tell you, bench dead, Des. That, that Prescott bench. I don't want him to play. Mm-hmm. Coach, this is going to be our best chance to win. I don't care what you think as my coach. I'm telling you, he's not going to play. <laughs> and he, and you know, Jones is a GM too. So right, I mean, so he, he wears all the hats. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. so for somebody to have to say they're going to pay you hundred thousand dollars to lose a game, it almost doesn't make any sense because as the owner or a person that's in the GM office in my life, you can you can control who plays on the field and who doesn't. Yeah. He can literally go down to the thing and tell somebody, you know, you're not playing. Take the uniform off and go. And they, they would do it because he's the owner. Now, would he receive backlash? He may help, but it doesn't matter. He's the owner. He can control it. So he, I don't think he has to pay pay the I – don't, I don't know if he offered him 100000 I don't know what that scenario is, but I want to see the proof. Yeah. If you show me some proof of some allegations, say, hey, this is how I know this guy did it. Okay, then now we got something really to hang our head on. This is maybe something that is really going on in the league and all that stuff. Or something that's going on with teams that are losing, but it's it's hard to, to say it without any proof. I mean, that's just like me. That's like somebody going in the, in the theater screaming fire. Yeah, and you know if there's no smoke, yeah. then how are you gonna tell me there's a fire going on? Yeah, this um, this, this won't die. This won't die down on its own. Goodell's gotta gotta jump up to the plate here, and he's he's got he's got to run with this because you, you can't just make those types of allegations. You know, you're talking about hiring inequality you're talking about racial inter- you're talking about a whole bunch of hot topics here right and, yeah, and you again yeah. you, you haven't shown us the proof you know you, you yeah. haven't shown me the the, the marks in the now, hand and and now we're talking the racial issue that's a whole different ballgame we know that exists we yes. already know the yeah. nfl is 100 guilty of that True. You know, there's True. no minority and, and like like brother davis is saying right here you know can we, can we talk yeah. about uh, you know the texans Levy Smith over Flores. We know the Texans are a racist organization, but they slapped us with the hiring of a black coach after they tried to do a couple of the of the black athletes, you know, Deshaun Watson and things of that nature. So, really, you, you know what I said to that man? And I, I and I, I know I, you you weren't a fan of Lovey, I think, right? I'm not a fan. I'm still not a fan yeah, of Lovey. Yeah. I don't think I was the right hire. But why would you fire? Why would you fire one black man to hire another black man just to kind of prove a point? Mm-hmm. You know, let, let, let's be perfectly honest. Lovey's getting the job benefit of, of Flores. He's getting a job because of Flores. Flores yeah. making these allegations. Flores putting this on out there, saying these things are going there. NFL feels they need to really react to hire a minority coach. Lovey's a guy that's already in the organization. They're comfortable with him. Yeah. You know, Lovey's not a guy that starts, stirs a lot of stuff. But to me, it makes no sense. You had a guy that was there that was doing a really, really good job. 
that was African American guy, you say, oh, we don't want him. I don't know if they want somebody they more control because Lovey's not. I don't think I don't know if Lovey's confrontational or Lovey's the guy that's out there. He seems like a more of a, a less demeanor guy that doesn't mm-hmm. really do those things. Kind of just falls in line and does it in, in his work. You know, just does, does coaching. Um, I don't know, man. I, I I just I think he's just a benefit of all the things that are going on. Same thing with McDaniel's. I don't know. McDaniel's is the most qualified person you could have hired to get the Miami job. You know, and, and it's funny. You know, let's talk and about then, him and then and and the Raiders team. I mean, who who got hired at the Raiders too? I mean, that that oh, was Jackson that was, that was man. yeah. Oh, oh, you know, and I was a lot. You know, the Latino brother. He was he was running yeah. the team and he proved himself. So, but let, let's get back to McDaniel's real quick for the 49ers. Yeah. This is the part of the, that makes me laugh. He's he's both he's he's biracial. He's a biracial guy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I you know he's playing the the one race in order to get this job, and I don't see nothing not wrong with it at one point. But I also think he plays the other race to, when it benefits him the other way as well. So, you know, to bring, you know, to kind of put him in that situation, say, hey, you know what? I, I you know, I got this job. I'm excited about it. You know, I'm going to be the new head coach. Um, I, I, let's wipe race off and let's talk about qualifications. Eric B. Enemy, Byron Leftwich are way more qualified yeah, than him. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put them here. I'm, I'm going to do a little show and tell as you talk. I'm, yeah. I'm going to put them right yeah. here. Right? Okay. They're, they're there. They're way yeah. up there. Um, and I don't know why they, again, what is the problem with them being considered for jobs? And, they, and let's, oh, and, and for, for the Miami job in particular, let's go back to the Texas job. How was Jap, Josh McNamara a finalist? You know, and if that thing didn't come out with him, that, that lawsuit or whatever didn't come out with him, he probably would have been the next coach. That's crazy talk, man. He wasn't a great quarterback, and now he, he, he's that close <laughs> to being the head coach. I'm, I'm, he's never coached at any level, not even high school level. So you telling me these guys never coached before to become an, uh, a head coach of an NFL franchise when you have all these other people that are more qualified than you? Yeah. And if we want to talk about color, we have more, all these guys of color that are more qualified than you. You weren't considering any of them. You said scrap it. Says Josh McDonald is not going to be my man. It's gonna be. We're gonna just go keep. We're gonna keep old Lovey right here because we know Lovey's already in the system. Yeah. He knows what we're trying to do. Let's just keep him here for at least another year, and we can we can settle this one all the dust up. That's that's my impression of what they say. I don't. I don't. You know. I'm not privy to any of those conversations. What's going on? But, but that's what it looks like, that, right? That, that's kind of what it looks, it looks like, like on the yeah. surface. It looks like they just like, hey, this is kind of it's kind of like hush money. Let's pay. Let's pay African Americans so they can calm down a little hush money. Higher level. <laughs> But so with that, and and I'm, I'm gonna disagree with you, uh, TD. I I don't know if again, I don't think this one's gonna go under the rug because, man, Flores is coming out with some allegations, and he hitting them, he hitting them over the top of the top of the dome with this. You know, he he's saying racial injustice. You tell you telling me to throw games that this this is this is now messing with money, right? So yeah. I mean. Cap was doing what, what he was doing. And, you know, we, we, a lot of folks, we supported him for what he was doing and he was doing the right thing. But that, that, that was, I, I think the league is going to look at the, the cabinet situation and the floor situation a little bit differently because, because Brian is coming out here and he's shining a light and saying, you know what? You, Mr. Owner, told me to do something wrong. I didn't do it. You fired me. I was doing a good job. My staff That's showed that I was doing. My, yeah, you talk about right. So that, that's a whole lot of different type of corporate conversations yeah. as opposed yeah. to just uh, Kaepernick out there taking taking a knee and saying that he's fighting for for the for the common man. There's a whole different type of you you can't ignore that. You you can't. But, but I think the I think the at the corporate at a, at a corporate level, right? And NFL being yeah. a, cor- a large corporation. I hear you though, Tony. I, I appreciate the, you. The, yeah, the bigger conversation is 
him money to lose games because now you're messing with gambling yeah. and the Vegas thing yeah. Yeah. and a lot of money. Yeah. So you're telling me you're paying him to throw games mm-hmm. that they were normally either favored to win or going to win. Yeah. You just messed up everything that goes along with this billion dollar industry, just the back end of the NFL. Yep. Yeah. You know, the NFL doesn't want to talk about that, but that's a huge, I mean, that's now that's going to Congress saying, Hey, you, yeah. you're paying guys to throw games. That, that's illegal. That's, that's point shaving. You go to jail for things like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, cause you're, 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 you're giving an unfair disadvantage to people are losing money and betting money. That, that's a whole nother blind forest. If this is true, He's about to open up a whole new can of worms Man. on the NFL. That's an ugly side that he better, he better be ready. Yeah, he, he better be ready. I mean, he brought probably again had great intentions and and you know was was in his in his right frame of mind and and feels that what he was doing was the just thing to do, but. Man, he 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 bought to open it up, and and yeah. the mayor is going to be a two way mayor, un- unfortunately. Yeah. So so hopefully his, his house is clean too, because yep. it, it's it's about to get you, you about to have the alphabet boys looking at you. So, right? yeah, yeah. There, there's just going to be a lot of conversation and looking and, and looking under rocks. So ho- yeah, hopefully Flores is okay. Because because like we said, it, we're talking about the underbelly of the NFL. I mean, we're talking about fantasy football all the way to people just gambling, you know, through these parlays. It's a that's a big underbelly of money that you're talking about. Hey, mm. you paying coaches to the to, to throw to throw games. Uh you're paying, you're paying, you know, you now that opens up another door. What else are you doing to have you know the to, to, to control the narrative of the game? Remember, if you already know the outcome of the game, it's easy to bet a whole bunch of money on there and win it. So now you're basically you you change the whole it's gonna change a whole different dynamic um of what's going on. And like you said, for Flores. Uh, if he has proof and it is legitimate, man, it, the NFL is going to be a lot of scrutiny. Yeah. If he doesn't have proof, trust me, they're going to turn every stone to make the discredited that man. True. And when he when he gets discredited, you yeah. know, and you know whatever the situation happens or whatever goes wrong, man, I mean, I hope he's just ready for the fight. You know, I, I me mean, personally, what I think is going to happen, the NFL is going to pay him so much money to go away, just like they did Kaepernick. We're going to come up with a number that makes you just shut up. That's too, that's, uh, that's that's unfortunate because because college should still be playing. Uh, yeah, you know we we can we can go yeah. two more hours talking about that. But uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> college should be. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. It's just it's just man. I just don't know if, if Brian has got his uh, got his belt on and he's ready to you know cinch his pants up because it's, it's about <laughs> to get. <laughs> I'm needing some new analogies tonight. I'm not using sports now. I'm using some new ones, but it, it, it's, it's going to get hectic. It's going to get hot up in that in that house. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ho- hopefully, his his closets are clean too, man. Uh, appreciate the comments. Appreciate everybody that's chiming in thus far. Tony Davis, man, we're going to get you on this show, man, because you you've been chiming in with with some some heat too, brother. So you see, they kept America from crumbling when other sports had no say so. This is going to be monumental, and I agree with one hundred percent. And I and as we were talking, I was thinking about the NBA when those refs got caught mm-hmm. throwing yeah. the game not, phantom uh, fouls. Right, that yeah. that that was man, that was ugly. And well, the, I mean, and the NBA. You think about it, the NBA and the and baseball are nothing compared to football from exactly. a monetary perspective. In the gambling part, because you got to think. I mean. What the young man get for 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 uh, bribing the players in Arizona State? Remember, I think the story when he was bribing players for Arizona State to point shave to kind of knock down the points. He was giving them money. I mean, he got I mean, he got like seven years in the yeah, feds. He, he got the key, man. Yeah. yeah. 
So can you imagine if they're saying owners are, are controlling the game or understanding the controlling the game or there, there's there's a payola process we're paying coaches to throw right. games? They're gonna be man. Up. You just you gonna have some everybody just made a bet. Everybody just made a bet on the NFL. Just done fantasy on the NFL. It changes the entire negative of that revenue stream because now we know that it's corrupt, right? They man NFL. I'm telling you right now, man. If it is true, they gonna pay him enough hush money, and I they can quote me on this. They gonna pay him enough hush money to be quiet. They not the NFL's not gonna let it out if it is true. I hate to say it, it's just not gonna do it. There's too much money involved. Too way too much money involved. We're talking about billions and billions and billions of dollars. There's no way they're gonna let that secret out. Brian Forrest, uh, like you said, you hope he's strapped up ready to go. He might as well just tie the shoe and kick back because they're gonna give him some money to shut up. And not say anything because they don't want that egg on their face. Mm-hmm. If and that's if it, that's if it's true or not, they don't even want that even brought up to, to change the integrity of the game. So Brian Forrest is going to get a paycheck. The, the thing of, of, of it is, he's never going to be able to work in the industry again. That's true. Yeah, no, that's true. Right. And there, there's so many. I shouldn't use the word black eyes right now, but there, there, there's so many negative things happening around the NFL right now, especially around this game. Right. Last week we talked about how LA and, and Inglewood is trying to sweep the homeless away uh there, there's these coaching situations and and these allegations that, that are happening uh it's it's almost like do you want to go do you want to watch the game <laughs> do you do you do you do you, do you, do you, do you want to but yeah yeah i don't want to <laughs> let's let's talk about that so i i pulled up to how much these tickets are so I'll, I'll go how much do you think a Legit ticket is not not one of them tickets off of the corner from someone. I'm just going. Go I think like six thousand dollars, six thousand. So their minimum starting at forty four, forty four hundred dollars. Oh, well, I was close. Forty four is the minimum. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm cool. But you know, some of them give you on field access as well. Let's see here, man. So, so let's see, section hey. five fifty one. Where, where where is that at? That's brother. That's that's up here. Yeah, man. That's a $4,000 ticket right there. Brother, you know, for $4,000, I can go buy me four TVs and put it in my house and get all of them, get all the surround sound I want for $4,000 and watch the game. That <laughs> That is insane, man. Uh, some of these tickets down here, let's see, on the Bengals, $11,900 for right right there behind the Bengals. What 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 is that? Seven seven grand right there on the Cincinnati side, man. So that's real. That's one ticket, one game. Can't do it. Can't do it, man. Can't do I it. can't do it. I mean, I as much as I love the sport, as much as I love everything, there's no way I can do it. I think sweets are starting at thirty six thousand. I thought I thought a sweet, a sweet, a box of sweet, a a, a sweet is thirty six thousand dollars starting. Well, remember, remember, AB he he bought out owner's suite, and he yeah he, yeah yeah, he, yeah. He, somewhere. I think it's wrong because we were, I was looking at it a little closer, a little more closely, and the date on that invoice was actually last year. Nah. <laughs> so there's so yeah. either there was a, a mistake in in the dates, and someone didn't get 2022 in their mind yet. But you know, two million dollars for some owner suites at SoFi. We'll see, and who knows what AB is doing right now. Hopefully, he's not out there cutting any more rap albums. But uh, just want to let folks know. Four thousand four hundred and sixty dollars is the minimum. It's the lowest price for a ticket to the game. Get them before they're gone. Um, you know, you know what was crazy? I was because I'm down here in Southern California, yeah. and they were talking on the news like that. That money, all that, you know, for the game. But they were saying that the things are going on surrounding the game, like this week, like all the uh, the events, the parties, yeah. 
and all that. You know, the city of Inglewood and L.A. are going to draw somewhere close to a billion dollars. Yeah. You know, for that. So, I mean, I, I tried to get you to one of the events, but no, you, yeah, yeah. you, you, you got to work. You know, today, you, it was going to be today. I wouldn't have made it back to this if I would have went to the event. But I mean, can, can you imagine? I mean, there's a billion dollars worth of revenue is about to come in with the hotels and all that stuff that's coming yeah. into the city. So that's a good thing. And all that's that good stuff. Thing. I mean, this, this event is crazy. Like, I think they said the NFL Super Bowl was probably the biggest event next to the college championship. Is the second biggest event, one day event that goes on in sports. Um, I, I, I salute salute L.A., but I mean, this is gone. This is bizarre, man. How much money is coming out of pocket when we're supposed to be? And I'll just keep it out. We're supposed to be in this recession. We're supposed to be in a situation. There's a money crunch, but yet we're about to infuse one city with a billion dollars. Yep, yep. Crazy. I know, I know you don't have a don't have a dog in the fight. But uh, we we now's the time we go ahead and make that prediction. What do, what do you think? Oh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm loving Southern California. I like yeah. the Rams, but I'm a I'm a root for the underdog. Man, I like the story of the Bengals. Man, I just yeah. like I like Burrow swag. I like Joe Big. <laughs> I like Chase. But you know what, man? Like, I mean, I, I mean, I'm 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 just gonna be I'm gonna be biased. You know, if, I'm gonna pick, if I have to pick, I'm gonna pick the Bengals. But I want to see a good game. I'm hoping that Stratford can kind of get the monkey off his back and maybe yeah. win something. Um, and do something. I want Aaron Donald, Donald to get him yeah. a ch- get him away. Yes. Um, it, it should be very interesting. I, I, I want the Bengals to win, but I'm gonna tell you, I think the Rams are gonna win. I okay. think the Rams got a lot, a lot. I think they're just too mature and too many veterans on that team, where the moment won't be bigger, too big for them. Yeah. I do think this stage is a little bit too big for the Bengals. You know, I, I think this is just gonna be Joe Burrow's the coolest cat out there right now. He's been on every level. He's done. He's done his thing. And I think he'll play fine, but will the rest of his team be able to rise to that same thing on this big level? I just don't know if that's going to be it, man. It's going to be hard for them to be able to stay concentrated. Think about it. You come from Cincinnati, Ohio, to L.A. You know how many distractions <laughs> is going on right now? Right like, now. Literally, right, right now. now. What's, what's going yeah. on in, in, in Inglewood right now? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's tough. It's a, a whole different ball game. And L.A. guys, the Rams are used to it because they live in L.A. Yeah. For the Bengals, man, this is all new, man. The clubs, the party, the superstars, <laughs> the models, the everything that's going on, man. This is a whole different thing. I think the moment right now, the stage is just a little bit too big. So I think that I want them to win, but I think the Rams are going to win. I'll, I'll make my prediction. I think um, I think I, I kind of agree with you that the Burrow is is the guy, and his time is coming. His time will come. It's just too much, too soon for for him to wear. I, you know, I always like the story piece, and I and I mm-hmm. and I and I want the I want the Donald story. I want the Stafford story, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I want that to happen sooner than later before those guys go. I, I you know I even want Coach. You know, he's he's been there and and came up real <laughs> short. Uh, I think this time the story of them winning at home. I think that that's a great story. Burrow's going to be back. I, I, I'm not worried about him. So I mean, to already be in, in his second year in the league and already to the to the big game, he 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 can. No, he he played in the biggest st- uh, stadiums. Mm-hmm. He won the national championship. He won the mm-hmm. Heisman. Right. He, he's got all those accolades already. It just I don't know. It just seems seems too soon to already be at the top of the mountaintop and be l- looking down from everywhere. So I'm I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be rooting for LA. Unless, unless the Rams get paid to throw the game. Oh. <laughs> Listen, my paying pay. Unless they pay John Lady to, to call the bad place so they don't win. We don't, we don't know what's gonna happen, but. You know, you, you, you didn't hear that from me. So <laughs> here we go. Oh my goodness, he said, unless the Rams get paid. Oh, I'm I'm gonna repeat it. No, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. 
Dad, the party's over here, man. Come on over here. I was going to call you later on anyway. So the part, well, they're not going to, hold on. Uh, how many, I know we got a lot of people watching on Twitter and everything too. Let me make, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you after the show, sir. Yeah, we, <laughs> we can come over here and watch the, watch the game. I want to invite everybody over, over to the yeah. house. Uh, I want to be cognizant of the time though, brother. I, I know we had a couple other things. We went a little long on, on, on some stuff. We uh, got a couple of stories that I think will, can, can marinate for at least another week. Uh, one in particular about uh, Larry Miller out there at, at Nike. Uh, I still want to do some research on that. That's that's man, a, that's, that's a, a powerful story, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, we got to talk about that definitely. Yeah, yeah. I want I want to talk about that and do do some more research on that. The Olympics, the Olympics. Um, I, you know, it's not much is going on. I, the reports are that not as many people are watching it. Um, they're, they're happening. So shout out to all the athletes out there representing their countries and doing their thing. I feel horrible for the young lady, the 19 year old born in LA who dropped her U S citizenship to be a, a Chinese citizen in the mm-hmm. figure skating. And the moment she stepped there out there on the ice and did her, her spin, she fell then mm-hmm. she fell again the, the very next day. So, She's crushed. I mean, I, I think of Naomi Osaka and I think about the whole mental health type of type of thing that's going on in her mind. And I believe she has to compete again sometime in, in the next coming day. So, you know, that those are the kinds of stories that, that I'm thinking about right now as far as, as far as the Olympics. But I, I haven't even watched my curling yet. So I haven't even watched my curling yet to see how, how, how them boys are out there doing sweeping the floor, but we'll talk, yeah. we'll talk about that a little bit more next week. Let's uh, let's, let's go ahead and shut down with uh, a good story though. Let's, let's shut down with this. Talk about someone out here doing big things. And I'm, I'm going to say it's someone probably we didn't think about that would be doing some, some big things. Uh, Dennis Rodman's daughter, Trinity Rodman, just signed the biggest deal with the um, National Women's Soccer League. Mm -hmm. There's two stories here, right? Because the deal, again, the biggest deal in in NWSL history is for four years, $1.1 million. That's one story. I I like the fact that, you know, she got the biggest deal, but the fact that it's four years and I'm gonna say it. It's only one point one million dollars. Mm. That, that that's that's a challenge there. But shouts out to Trinity for going out there representing. Uh, she plays for the Washington Spirit in the NWSL, and you know she's getting getting her getting her money, getting paid, putting in work, and and it's representing. So shouts out to her on that. What, what do you think about Dennis Robbins' uh, daughter out there doing doing big things? Well, first of, first of all, she's getting a quarter of a million a year. That ain't no shabby money to make <laughs> to play soccer. That's number one. Yeah. Um, two, I think I think that um I think this moment is is great for the league to sign her to get them some notoriety. And I think eventually, as good as they say she is, she's probably gonna become the face of the franchise or the face of the Imagine of, of that. what's going on. Imagine so that. she she's gonna be able to, I think, hopefully bring a whole new popularity to the sport. Um and, and bring and bring some you know bring obviously attract more fans mm-hmm. and hopefully kind of get under the global thing. I think I just think I mean she's her father's a, a pulverizing figure you know mm-hmm. within the basketball mm-hmm. and entertainment world. I think if she can mirror those footsteps any kind of way without maybe after shenanigans to just prove her herself on the on the field. I think I think sky's the limit is going to be for the young lady. Uh, I mean more kudos for her, man. I mean there's nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with having that name and being great at great at your craft, right? Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of plays both ways, and she's she's capitalizing off of it. Um, more power to her. I, like I said, I hope 
she's able to bring more attention to the sport, women's soccer. I hope she's able to be, you know, I haven't heard her speak about it or anything. I've just heard stories. I hope she has an opportunity to talk about it and what a great what a great opportunity this is for her so she can show other young ladies that this is valuable. But like you said, you know, it's not it's not the, the, the millions and millions of dollars, but the fact that she's getting a quarter of a million a year to kick the ball around and to play soccer, man, is amazing. Okay, and the fact too. that other ladies, she, she can get other ladies, hopefully, to grow that revenue and grow that popularity. So the next person can be make that two point five, you know, make two and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, make make two hundred two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, and so on and so on, and keep that thing just growing and growing. So more shots out to her, man. Uh, not not, not bad for a nineteen year old, right? Not not too bad for a nineteen year old. Not too bad at all, <laughs> man. Not bad at all. She turned so, out all right. Turned out all right. Oh man, all right, man. Long as she ain't like daddy, she good. Like, I'm gonna say, long as she ain't like that. Oh, see, there, there we go. We can talk about that next week too. So come back, yeah. y'all, next week, right? Subscribe to the channel, check us out because we we get into it. You see, uh, Montel get on get on a tangent, and I let him go because you know he's got some good stuff to talk about. But uh, we 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 talk about that social impact of sport, and we want folks to engage and interact. So appreciate everyone who has spent some time with us tonight. Every Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. on the on the left coast is when we kick it off. You can always check the replay, but it's more fun to engage with us directly. So come back. And we, we, we got already got three stories lined up for, for next week that we didn't get into into this week. But uh, that being said, man, take take us take us home. And I'm, I'm going to go find me, a, you know, find me a squad where I can get under it so I can. Everybody, man, just stay blessed out there, man. Take care of your family. Check on those people just that's been, uh, you know, been in the house and make sure their mental health is straight. Say your prayers and stay blessed, man. That's all That's all we can do every day. I got nothing else to say. That's enough right there. Y'all be good to yourself. Peace. We out.